0: It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way
1: too seriously Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out.
0: What's, What's up? up?
1: What's up? What's up? What's up?
0: What's up? Welcome in. Hey, there he is. Welcome into episode number 575 of job, Jobbing Is that up. how many
2: pounds AJ lifted?
0: Yeah, that didn't take much. That didn't take much. 575, the combined listed weight. Of uh, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. So, so tell me what their listed weight is, because I uh, know what albums they
1: actually weigh. Okay, so Escobar
0: list is. is listed as 205. <laughs> okay, that's, that's actually accurate. Okay, all right. Uh, Joaquin Wild is listed as 180.
1: Okay, maybe five pounds heavy, but not too
0: much. Okay, and Raul Mendoza is listed as 190.
1: That's actually probably light. Raul's probably closer to two hundred. So. All right.
0: So you think you it was more along lines of of five eighty? I
1: would say five I would say like, 570, like five
0: seventy. Like sixty five, seven. five, <laughs> five maybe? Something in that neighborhood. But just, you know, and nothing in a day's work, right? <laughs> gotta do what you gotta I mean, do, man. That's talk. why I
1: get paid
0: top dollar. That's Oh, I've heard that from Sir. By the way, I should probably introduce that uh, it's Aaron and Brandon. They were in Vegas this weekend. We'll talk about that. And, of course.
1: The main event. Man. 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 Who literally was the main event? That's true. That's but a yes.
0: fact. That was a fact. The main event on uh, NXT on Tuesday night on the USA Network. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Who hotter than top dollar? Nah. Nah, nah, I mean, I got to be honest with you, bro. The way that Twitter has reacted, I think you might have to go with who's stronger than Top Dollar moving forward. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, that'll happen every time I do some incredible hero. Like, no approach doubt,
0: approach. dude. No doubt. All right, so before we get to SummerSlam, before we get to the rest of the week that was, let's talk to you. Um, how did that, like, just, it's so shocking. And I know you're going to be like, yeah, I'm strong. It's nothing. <laughs> 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 But it's such a shocking thing. How does that come about? Where does that thought come from?
1: Um, well, I've done the uh, World's Strongest Wasteland before, um, but I've done it. I did it a bunch of times in the Indies. I did it in my debut match um, with Aria and Tony Nese. Um, and it's just, it's easy for me to do because, like, I hate, I mean I squat eight hundred pounds, so a two hundred <laughs> a, a two hundred pound man on my shoulders is like not anything on my shoulders. It's, you know that, it's, the it's not nada. It, it's, eh, nice.
0: it's the casual flex for me, right? Like yeah, it's just yeah. the very casual flex. That gets, yeah, just being <laughs>
1: just being real. Like if your core can stabilize eight hundred pounds, two hundred pounds ain't shit. So <laughs> so so. Like, I've done that move plenty of times, but I've never had... And I've always wanted to do it with three people. But I always assumed that when I did it with three people, it'd be in, like, a Fatal 4-Way match or, like, a big... Like, eight-man ladder match or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it just worked out because, you know, Legato has three members and none of them are over 220. Like, I could do the same thing with three people as long as none of them weighed more than... 250.
0: Okay. So if you, if it was. Uh,
1: if, uh, if, uh, let me rephrase. If, as long as all of them didn't weigh more than 250.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let me get this straight. If you're saying you could do that up to 750 pounds worth of humans.
1: Yeah. Easily. I mean, I, I, I easily, it, I can squat 800 pounds. So walking around with, with 750, with 500 on my shoulders and then. Using my arms to hold the other 250. So so arms. you could
0: easily no. do it to the three of us because Aaron weighs, I think, 17 and a half pounds, I believe. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I get, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, when we talked about it on Twitter, it was a big one on Twitter. It was like, it, okay, so we got to recreate this for a job and out pitcher, which right. I'm down to do. No right. Problem. The yeah. only issue comes in, which Aaron has to be on the top. The lightest person is on the top.
0: Okay. Right? Okay. So that
1: means either Brandon. Former cancer survivor.
0: Well, <coughs> cancer survivor. <laughs> for, What is a former? former, cance- former I believe a former cancer survivor is, is what we call a dead for, person. Yeah, I
1: would <laughs> yeah. middle aged dad. Yes. One of you has to make the jump for me to catch her. All right. Well, first well, of, all,
2: first of all, we got some inaccurate stuff here because we all know that Aaron is a bottom. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> wow. Why wouldn't you have saved that
0: for your wow. cipher, by the way? Why wouldn't you have saved that for that? Damn, that's good. Um, I'm, as everybody knows, I of course am the uh, confirmed twentieth fastest man in Annapolis, as I insanely finished in twentieth place in the Annapolis ten k a couple years ago, which will never make a lick of sense to me. Um, but is a and It wasn't me, during COVID when like everyone no, didn't do it. It was like an actual race and I finished 20th in it and I kept looking at the thing and saying, that can't be right. Like that just
2: can't be right. <laughs> they left a the zero off.
0: I don't do dude, I keep Prap. thinking there's got to be something else. Um, but I believe that I'm the established and I, of course as I mentioned, I'm also literally an undefeated curling skip. Uh, in my career as a curling skip, I have not lost once. So as the athlete of the group. How many
1: times have you played?
0: Uh, well, we, we played, so, (laughs) 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 bro, if there were more curling, if there were more places to go curling, I would defend my trophy more often. There's like one joint that hosted us for a curling showdown and my team was victorious and I basically did all the scoring. So I'm undefeated. It's what it is. The moral of the story is the athlete of the group. And again, as Aaron and I are the rappers of the group of the four of us, Aaron and I are the the rappers. And I am the established athlete of the group. And so, of course, I'll be the one to handle the jump for this situation. I think that only makes sense.
1: Or it, do you not want uh, Aaron to be, you know, too familiar with your backside? <laughs> because that was the one thing when we did it is, uh, you know, uh, Joaquin was like, I mean, Raul was like, me and Joaquin are real comfortable right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I've done... I've done a lot of things in my life. <laughs> of course, AJ
1: then has to land on you at the end. Uh, well, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the move and destroy the lives of three promising middle-aged white.
0: Why would you? Why would you stop kicking my ass now? Why would I this be say, the time? Not when you stop kicking my ass. So, okay, the first time you you have known appreh- Did any of the guys have any apprehension? Like when when this gets tossed around. Is anybody like nervous to to work no, on it? The
1: guys they've all seen, they've all trained with me. They've all seen me train. They know that I'm a super athlete, okay. right? So, all like, right. They know that I'm a freak athlete. They know I can do things that other people can't do. So it's like when I pitched the idea, it was less about not doing the idea and more about making it. So that I should do it because of what they do earlier on in the match, which is why the match starts with the three of them holding me up and right. slapping me in the face. Yeah. And you know, what I'm saying that's the point of that. So that when I do it at the end, there's a reason why I did it. You know, what I'm saying psychology-wise.
0: No, I, it my, made, makes
1: yeah, sense. Yeah, my question
3: is, when you guys were planning this out, was there ever a moment where where someone was like, "Can we turn this into a double wasteland instead of the one guy kind of bail, you know, getting tossed behind?"
1: Well, actually, was- the, when I was going to do it, uh, when I wanted to do it, it was going to be the double wasteland, but um Joaquin and Raul were apprehensive because they didn't really like they've never done it before I've done it I've done the double wasteland before but not while holding somebody as well so like I had never really done it while holding somebody but I was like look the, when I did it they both fell next to each other they didn't fall on each other but you know they wanted they were like well it might look cooler if you like shrug them off and then do the wasteland thing and honestly I think it did like I think it looked it, great <laughs> I think it looked cooler with the little, it made me look like more of a badass with like the little shrug off to get the top guy off and then slamming the other two right after.
0: No, nah, it didn't look, it didn't look bad. I know that. <laughs> it looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look bad. Uh, okay. So what do we do about this? What do we do about this hussy Electra Lopez? What do we do about that?
1: You know, I think B Five's gonna have an answer for her. Yeah, that might that might work out. You no, know, is it possible anybody can win? A, anybody can win a fight that they only know they're in. You know what I'm saying? Is
0: it possible that this could all play out with some sort of like intergender match that maybe would happen? I don't know. In war game. I, I mean,
1: I've uh, I definitely I love that idea. I would love. Um, we've already you know in Hit Row we've been talking about trying to find a way to do, like, a really big intergender match anyway. Yeah. So, like, this would be the perfect storyline for it to be the first ever mixed tag intergender organ
0: Like, the, All of those words just sound insane to me. They like, <laughs> <laughs> just sound nuts. <laughs> what kind of mad lib is this? Right. But
1: if if it does happen, I ha- I, I got to give a lecture to the Bubba Ray and Mae Young spot. Oh, oh shit. dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have to. Have to. Like, with, there's no
0: with the same like, insane face with the same yes. complete like all I, of yeah, the, the like, like, eyes, The dead right. eye. Yes, literally. One hundred percent looking like an utterly like inhuman as you do it. There must be a moment where he gets something like that. My God, that would be phenomenal.
1: Wouldn't it though?
0: Oh, it would be such a ten if that were to or, happen. Or
2: Is top dollar going off the top of the?
1: Oh, I'm definitely, and I'm definitely doing a moonsault off the top of the cage. Have you have you done that? Everyone. Onto the whole? Have Have you have you
0: have you jumped off a cage at all at any point in training anything like that?
1: No, the cage. I'm not. But the thing is, like, I'm a gamer, man. Like, (laughs) let me make this point abundantly clear. We we talking about practice? When I did did the wasteland to those three guys. I've never done that before. You got to do
0: it on live TV. You got to wait until the entire world sure, is watching. We'll do it live.
1: Yeah, right? When I, think when I did my first take or dive, I'd never done that before.
0: Oh, God, man. I would have to rehearse. The first I time was-
1: I did my finisher, the cash out, the first time I did it at the Sausage Castle, I had never attempted it before. Okay, but there's a
0: slight difference between something you had never done before that you're doing for the first time. Not No offense to the Sausage Castle. I'll make that very clear. I am not in any way disparaging the Sausage Castle whatsoever. In fact, for like 20 minutes one day, I was the voice of the Sausage Castle until I got fired. Uh, um, which is half a true story, by what? the way. What? What? AJ, AJ at one point was working with me about becoming the voice of the Sausage Castle. That I was going to Fly down to Orlando uh, to 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 call the matches at the Sausage Castle, and I started like literally making plans to make it work around my schedule. And I got a call 20 minutes later. And then, and he, was, he was like, "I'm sorry, then, you know, know, my
1: book Kevin Gill." Yeah,
0: Kevin <laughs> And AJ, and I appreciated this. AJ called me and he said, "Dude, you're fired," <laughs> which I really appreciated that about him. Uh, I but, did not
1: re- even remember <laughs> that I did that, but that's incredible. I'm so well, you didn't. You didn't. I'm just you, great.
0: You, you didn't actually do that that part. You were you were very nice about it. You were like, "Bro, I wanted you, but um I got overruled." And I was like, "All right, I'll I'll live. I'll live. <laughs> I understand and I appreciate it." regretted you know, uh, so it's it
1: life. like I don't pra- like I don't believe in practice. You either can do it or you can't. Like I have su- supreme belief in myself. Every single thing I've ever done, everybody told me I couldn't do it. So like I don't feel the need to try shit out cuz I can just Figure it out as I go. Right, but like, like,
0: does does is everybody else the same way? Oh, uh, but that's what makes me special. That's why I'm talking But it. but like when you're doing it's these about the that, guys who are taking the move. right, like, aren't they? Like, no, we need you to practice this so we know. We're did you not- watch? Did you watch the move? I did watch the move. I did very. <laughs> I assure you, I watched the move. I let sure me do let,
1: that. the 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 three man move came off smoother than the when I did it the first time with two people because at least the. This time, nobody held on to me while they went down.
0: So, so it, now that they had seen it before, you think they had more confidence that like you were gonna be, all, they were gonna be all right. So that makes sense. That makes sense. No,
1: I think it, it, it's also just like these guys are trained with me, man. So like they know, predict, like the things that I can do. Like of people on that, like realistically, let's be real. There's a lot of strong people in WWE, but sure. how many people could have did that spot? Ah, that's very few. There's no doubt
0: about it. It is very, it's very few that are capable. You know what, of what I'm saying? Learning. Like, there's
1: a lot of people that are really strong here, but there's not a lot of people that could have held 600 pounds and walked around with it like it wasn't 600 pounds.
0: Um, I mean, it, it looked, it looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it looked amazing. There's nothing <laughs> else for me to say. It looked amazing.
1: But the thing, the cool thing is with those guys is the, it's like, you know, we were we were all expecting this feud to end at takeover
0: right right and now so so, now. When
1: it, so when it so when it not only didn't end but like it wasn't on takeover like we had a point to prove sure <laughs> yeah. sure and, and we more than help prove that point, you know what I'm saying?
0: No, but dude, I I I think, look, I don't know you can't say anything even if you knew, and you don't know anything, I understand that. It it sets up perfectly. This really, do, do we know for, I mean, I'm assuming, I'm working under the assumption that we're doing war games again, like, I guess I don't know that that's been announced but I'm assuming that's going to be the case. This sets up perfectly for it. Like, this is, this is such, I mean, I assume that, um, is there a name for the Pete Dunridge Holland group? Is there a name for them? Or are they just Four guys. Just
2: call them the hooligans or something. Hooligans, yeah, something U- like that. European hooligans, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: So,
0: like, you know, they could maybe do something on War Games. Maybe all three of you guys could be involved in something
1: yeah, on War. That'd games, be cool. Right? I mean, like, I, I like I said, I pitched a couple months ago. Us, Legato, and, Imper- and Imperium, like. It still that could still be yeah the case. that could still be it yeah sure yep.
0: that could still be an option absolutely but like the idea the idea of throwing in you know uh, uh, the women in the match I think it's awesome I think it's a yeah. ten and a half I think it couldn't be a better idea and how you go about incorporating that into a really complicated match uh, considering the rules I'd be fascinated to see um, I'd I'd be all in for it man I think it's I think it's tremendous I
1: think if you know. I don't make the decisions in this manner, but I think the best way to do it would be like, have the girls start.
0: Yeah. I think that would be awesome. And,
1: yeah. and then you have, and then you have us with the advantage and you have uh Ashante come out first for us. And he spends the whole time in there trying to like hit on. Uh, Electra. <laughs> Electra yeah. I do
0: kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then like, she like tells him off, tells him off, tells him off. Then finally gives him something. Boom. And then countdown starts. And then the next dude comes in and then you you know say you go from there.
0: I mean, I think it works. I think it absolutely <laughs> works, man. And even if there's gotta be like a little bit I like, I, I don't know a lot about Electra Lopez, so I can't speak to it, but like it's pretty clear given B Fab's athleticism that she would not look out of place working a match with um any of those three dudes. You know what I mean? Like that no. she would actually I mean,
1: this is not a joke. She's taller than all of them.
0: Right, that's what I'm well, saying. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I think it wouldn't like. I don't think it'd be crazy at all to have that be. I mean, we're seeing more of Jenner stuff but over the course of the last year. I think it would work perfectly for that to be the case. Man, I'm, I'm juiced for it, and now I'm gonna be pissed off if we don't get it. That's just the reality of it. Like, I'll be happy for you if you get caught up, but I'll be a little pissed off about <laughs> it and I ain't gonna lie about that. I'll be a little pissed off. All right, because I know you can't do all of it. Give me, like, your top three takeaways from SummerSlam. What, what were you most feeling from SummerSlam? Um,
1: man, how about the Brock return?
0: I mean, I, like, it's amazing to First me. First of
1: all, the Cena-Roman Reigns match was obviously everything that you gonna
0: We're going to talk more about that because I swear to God, it is not getting nearly enough credit. It really is. It was Phenomenal. And the reason why
1: is because of the situation with Bianca. Like that, it was one of those things that, like, that kind of left a sour taste in everybody's mouth. So, like,
2: not everybody's, but a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people.
1: Right. And and like, so like, I I get the point. I guess is to make Becky a heel, which it is working. Um, You know, so like, I guess you can't be too mad at it, but like. When it happened, I literally sat there with my jaw open and I was like, Wait, what? Like like I was I was genuinely shocked. because um, I I thought Becky was gonna win once they announced they were doing a match. And I just thought it would be like at least like a, you know five, ten, six minute match. Yeah, a match. Yeah, no, right. like a ten, fifteen minute right. banger at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: yeah. Give him a match, correct. Yeah, but,
1: uh, do you know, I I get, like, okay, you don't give him the banger so that you give him the banger and make him come back. I understand that, the gimmick of it. And it accomplishes the the goal of getting Becky to be the heel in the feud, which is, you know, was always going to be hard with a returning Becky Lynch. And she was going to get a pop whether she was heel or babyface if she won the title anyway, you know what I'm saying? So that really didn't matter. But, like, yeah, I think because of that, a lot of people just like frowny, like even Mickey Bella like frowny face the rest of the show. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it was. It's the re- that's the reason why people are pretending that Cena and Roman didn't go out there and do the damn thing. I,
0: I think I'm not even kidding. I think it's one of the great main events in WWE history. And it's yeah. objective. Like if you if you can separate it from everything else, I was glued, glued. Because somehow I managed, and I didn't get to watch it live. We'll talk about you guys being there. I didn't get to watch it live, and I managed to not know. The only thing I had heard was that Brock Lesnar was coming back, so that kind of took a little bit from the moment for me. But I didn't know in what capacity. And I, right? also, like, didn't get,
1: I also didn't get to watch it live, and uh, one thing got and Becky's return got spoiled for me, right? But that was the only <laughs> thing. The only thing that got spoiled well, that Becky's return got spoiled for me, and Charlotte women winning the women's title got spoiled for me. So I thought that Becky's return—I didn't know she won the title. I just heard that she returned. So I thought that that after Charlotte won the title, Becky came out and was like setting up Charlotte. Oh yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, that's that's great. Lo and behold, what actually happened? A little bit different, <laughs> slightly. When, yeah. When Becky when Becky's music hit, I was like, wait a damn minute. What's going on here? Yeah, a little bit different,
0: a little bit different um, than what uh, than what you thought. But I I thought we'll talk more about it in a minute. Give me one, give me one more, give me one more takeaway for you from SummerSlam. Or don't. You don't have to. I'm not going to force you to. I promise.
1: <laughs> so, no. Um. Honestly, I was genuinely happy just to see, like, how. Much fun the people were having in front of the crowd, like because like I really genuinely wanted to be there more than I needed wanted air in my lungs, and it's still kind of depressing that I wasn't. Um, and I know that I probably will be at the one next year, but like I wanted to be in Allegiant Stadium for that show, no doubt about it. All so right. like I it was I was just happy to see everybody get an opportunity, and um, and honestly. Like, the cool thing is when they announced that they're going to do Money in the Bank at the same place next year, I was like, oh, so we're just about to do stadium tours all over the world. I'm with it. Every big show. Let's get it. Dude, let's get it.
0: I love acknowledging that Money in the Bank is the pay per view that people want to go to, though. I love, Literally. yeah, right. right?
2: And we we do have to talk about the fact that they're going to do a stadium show the month before SummerSlam. I
1: mean, but.
0: bro, it's the it's the show. That's the show. That's what people want to see is Money yeah. in the Bank, man, no doubt. All right, dude. Anything else we can talk about? Anything else uh, you got you got on your mind? Nah, let's see it, brother. All right, man. Uh, of course, at AJ Francis four one zero on all social media. Follow him there. And we will see what's next for a hit row. Uh, buy some merch, buy more merch, and then buy some more merch after that because there couldn't be more of it. There You're couldn't right. be. Hey, do we know if there's anything in kid sizes
1: yet? Uh, No, but just buy a small and tell your kid. Yeah, to grow up. it
0: might be what I have to do. That might be what I end <laughs> up having to do because there wasn't the last time I looked, but I need to get some stuff for the kids. All right, pal. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, that, that that was awesome. We will talk again very soon. He is, of course,
1: the main event. Band. Band. Band.
0: Band. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Who stronger than Top Dollar? Not, not. All right, buddy. Love you. Appreciate you. Hey, brothers. There he is. AJ checking Later, back man. in with us great to have him all right boys uh tell me all about it um you know it's funny that the the show after we were in new york for wrestlemania i said we got to keep in mind that our wrestlemania experience (laughs) was a little bit different than everyone else's wrestlemania experience was and i get the sense that uh you boys might have to say the same thing about this particular show
2: SummerSlam was pretty sweet (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah Uh It was really bizarre, like, I I was, you know, I had a connection, I was like, hey, we'd really like to buy some tickets, we were gonna pay, like, 300 bucks a ticket, they kept not taking our money, I was like, what is happening, and then at some point, someone was like, hey, I'm gonna text you these comps, I'm like, okay, that's cool, that's great, speaking of which, uh, it took till Friday to get them, and on Friday, I had, like, the worst travel day of all time, like, my connecting flight... Like I missed it because the Baltimore flight was delayed and all this bullshit. But as I was dealing with all this travel stuff, I get a text with the with the tickets and the section looked odd. And I was like, what is this? And so I looked it up and sure enough, we had a suite once Ah, again.
0: (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? (laughs) You're going to be able to, I should make, maybe I should look into getting a really mild cancer. Maybe I should look into <laughs> like, doing the Randy Marsh thing. I don't even South know Fire. if
2: these people do that I, that, you know, I think they were just being nice, but ah, anyway, cool. so we got, we, and then we got these wristbands. So we get there, the pre-show's going on. We were trying to figure out whether we wanted to like buy the per person, like packages for the suites. You know how you go to the Orioles and you can stock the suite, but it yeah. costs like a certain amount of money per person. Yeah, substantial everyone amount listening of money. knows exactly what it's like to be in yeah, a suite. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so when you're in a suite, the food isn't just there unless you're literally invited every, every, by someone. Every time
0: time Aaron invited me to the old ESPN 980 suite, it was always pretzels and nothing. Exactly.
2: Else. So like and like chips, yeah, yeah. but you have the ability to buy to 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 buy catering not catering is the wrong word but to basically buy food and drink for the whole suite right but you have to buy it like family style for everyone you can't just buy like a beer or whatever you have to go get that yourself so we were debating whether to do that or not in the meantime this woman texts me and is like hey are you guys in the stadium do you need help getting in the stadium like to skip the lines or whatever which is amazing, first of all, <laughs> but we were already in there. Why? I don't know. <laughs> well, the
3: lines were the lines were crazy at one point because they, they're still figuring out things at were at Allegiant.
0: Well, but we were smart and, enough to get there early. And with, the and needing are... to prove vaccination is making things kind of slow down in a lot of places. With but you didn't have to in. do that there. You just oh, you went in. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's just
3: that it was the fifth event ever at Allegiant.
0: But I thought yeah. that was part of the deal. I thought they oh that's no, they for have...
2: Raiders. That's for Raiders. Raiders, Raiders game. Got it. But not Got for, it. For... Okay. So anyway, so we get in. Whatever. She's like, hey, um, do you want a wristband for food and alcohol? And we were like, I mean, has anyone ever answered no <laughs> yeah, to right. that
0: question? Like, no, I'd rather pay for mine. Thank you. Right. I want. I want Mark Davis to get a little bit more money out of my trip <laughs> to the stadium.
2: So we ended up getting these wristbands to go down to the ground floor. Uh, So it was a little elevator just, like, a little bit away from where we were, and you go to the ground floor, and the elevator was never busy, so it was an instantaneous trip. All this huge spread of food, like, two different lines with completely different food in each line, and then an open bar, and then there was also a little party deck thing, for lack of a better description – that you could walk out and watch the show from the ground level.
0: <laughs> like tough life, guys. Real tough so I, life. What I a watched a whole
2: uh raw women's championship match from there, and then I watched the uh Edge and uh, Seth Rollins entrances from there. But I generally like stayed in the suite to watch the show. Um it was pretty a pretty great experience. Yeah, I have real to say. tough,
0: real tough. Meanwhile, everyone else can't can't buy a drink. <laughs> Can't but they then. got
2: free?
3: They got free drinks anyway. I, I did hear they that.
0: I did hear that. Eventually, they started giving things away. Everybody else can't buy a drink. Nothing works, and you guys are just like, "Oh man, we got all you can eat over here." Real bad. Too bad for you guys. We're just enjoying our colossal buffet. They, they had chocolate bar. shot
3: glasses
2: that they would pour various
0: alcohols.
3: With.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was quite nice. God, man. What was really funny about it is Aaron and I had even made a comment where we were like. I can't believe. We, like we were joking. We were like, "This is bullshit that we have to buy all of our drinks and food or whatever." As a joke, like not being serious. We we're like, like, like we were just like joking about how great it was, and we we're like, "They didn't include the food. What's wrong with yeah, them?" Yeah, right. Because, because of what happened. And the happened. text came in like twenty-five minutes. Unbelievable. Later.
0: <laughs> that is truly
2: unbelievable. Okay, but, so but Aaron did buy um a few beers and some waters, and these random people showed up and started drinking them. <laughs>
3: what? They didn't, they didn't drink any of the beers. Yeah, <laughs> we were able to save the beers. They just yeah. didn't
2: know, and they were like, oh, yeah, my daughter uh, stocked this for us. And we we're like, no, they didn't. It was empty. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: they I... were
2: really old. They oh, were
0: like. okay. All right. Anyway, all right.
3: Anyway, okay. so That's let's get it. Part. Anyways, yeah. On to SummerSlam itself.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so give me, uh, I guess let's all go around. We'll give me your top, top positive, top negative from SummerSlam specifically. Um, I guess- if we did it the way we do picks I would start so I'll do my top positive just because I can feed off of it I really can't I, I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's the place of we refuse to acknowledge anything good that WWE is doing or that maybe I don't know what it is but it maybe it just be these two people that we would just refuse to acknowledge anything about that that fucking main event was a 13 and a half that main event was as good of a goddamn SummerSlam main event as I can remember in 15 years, something like that. I mean, it's, it was insane yeah. how good that
2: was. And again... Like John Cena, Daniel Bryan was probably the last one of Okay, that. okay. all right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I hear that. It it required the the MSG thing. It required the belief that John Cena might win this match. It required that. Because yep. it left you with that feeling throughout of it of, my God, he really might win this match. Like, my God, there is truly a chance. And as much as I still believe that Roman Reigns was going to win the match, it the match was told so well with that caveat hanging there that we had talked about on the preview show that it allowed you to completely sort of escape into it and the story that was being told. And... All of it was was really wonderful. Look, I made it. I'll never love part time wrestlers. I'll never love that. There's something a little bit different about John Cena because we're not so far removed from John Cena being a full time wrestler um, that it's it's crazy. And because you sort of accept what it is. And because you knew this wasn't going to be a Brock Lesnar thing where he was going to like carry the belt with him and disappear for months at a time or something along those lines, you could have accepted the scenario where John Cena was champion for a couple of weeks only to drop it at Madison Square Garden before he disappeared again. I, I could have lived with that. And so it wasn't even that I was going to be furious about John Cena being being champion because it's John Cena being champion. So all of it worked. The match was insane i mean the match was absolutely wonderful and i cannot believe how unwilling and it's not even that people are speaking negatively about it it's not that like nobody's trying to suggest that it wasn't a good Just match. no one's talking about
3: it at well all. yeah because of and but i think the big thing is simply that the takeaway from the main event was brock like yeah, and, and, but, and but, wwe pushed and, the takeaway being brock and, and so, sure. so it wasn't so much people were negative about it it's simply that If you're talking about Roman right now, you're talking about Brock. And I just unfortunately
0: maybe, maybe that's the case. But I also I I feel like it's the hipster thing to do to not be willing to to speak about just how truly phenomenal of a match it was. It was awesome. But because it's not, you know, two guys I think
2: AJ's on to something. I think people just wanted to cling to the one negative thing. Yeah, there's, the biggest there's, negative sure, thing that came out of the show. There's
0: a lot of that. There's a lot yeah. of that. You're not wrong, but I don't think it's just that. I think it's also...
2: And, and it's we're never going to allow and, well, and it's John Cena, Roman, ourselves to... It's, yeah, it's
0: John right. Cena and Roman Reigns, and we're not allowed to talk about these guys delivering... You know, we, We're only allowed to talk about it when it's... Someone that we loved on the Indies. if it's not someone that we loved on the Indies, we're never allowed to acknowledge that they delivered a brilliant match.,
2: yeah, but at the by same the time, way, for I, the thirty
3: for the thirty seconds between the end of the match, like if if you you know go through the timeline real quick obviously, it would hard to. And like the time between the end of the match and Brock coming out, there was an overwhelming amount of holy crap, what a great match. all right yeah, that that's why I believe it's less about that and more just because, Well, right now, if we're talking about SummerSlam, we're talking about Roman, we're talking about Brock, but I do want to say one thing about Roman, and it's something that he emphasized here that it just, it doesn't go, said enough because it's such a small thing, whatever you think of Roman, no, and I think that we've come around that Roman, everyone's come around that Roman's not a bad wrestler, but the one thing he does, the one thing he is the best in the world at, better than pretty much anybody on the damn planet, is those close kickouts,
0: Okay. He is a machine at those two and three quarters. No doubt. It is. I also
2: call bullshit on us calling Roman not a bad wrestler. Like, we have to acknowledge that he's like. One of the best wrestlers. Of- no, 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 no. I no, understand.
3: No, no. I, I'm, I'm simply saying I think everybody, even the biggest Roman haters, have come around. Like they, the, the Roman is a bad wrestler thing has pretty much been put to bed.
2: Right, but, but I, the, I would the, prefer, the thing- I would prefer for us to say they're admitting he's good and not that he's not bad.
3: Sure, but I don't know that everyone says he's good as much as possible. But I think everyone on the planet could say there is one thing he is better than everybody else
2: at, and that's those kickouts. I, I was convinced John Cena won twice. <laughs> I think at least twice.
0: I mean, I a 100 percent, 100 percent was uh, the it. the
2: the attitude adjustment off the top rope. I was convinced the match was over, convinced not because of the move, because of because of how close the kickout was. No, I
0: mean, no doubt, no doubt, man, no doubt. All right, so then, Aaron, you give me your first uh a positive, or you know, go either way. Either your first positive or your first negative, whatever you want to start with.
3: Oh man, my my. Okay, so my joking first pause will simply be that I got to see the greatest entrance in the history of entrances yeah, one course, more time. That of course yeah. being the brood entrance.
0: A lot of people mad about the fact that they didn't bring Gangrel back for it, and like there is a part of me that's just like, why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you? You know. And, like, and that's the thing. It's, it's why wouldn't you? It's, but it, I don't think anyone's I mean, really mad about it. But I mean this in the nicest way possible. Like, no, And I'm not. I know you love Gangrel, Aaron, and I know that there. No disrespect. I didn't need it's it. it. It's not. Off- I it entry. really is not offering anything. And and no. and frankly, if you were gonna do it, I would almost have done it when it wasn't at Summer. It was like Gangrel being at SummerSlam. No one would even like notice ten minutes later. Like ten minutes later, it would be as if it never happened. If you wanted to do it at SmackDown on Friday night or something like that, I guess particularly if you had been in the same city, if you were doing the same crowd for both shows, and you wanted to do it something like that, maybe I would have heard it. But with all dis, with all due respect to Gangrel who I I think is, you know, is certainly a worthy, you know, person to have been honored. It was not necessary.
2: No. Did did Uh, you see the report? Did you see the report? Apparently he got unbooked from AEW because Edge did this entrance. Like, apparently Gangrel was supposed to be on AEW on Wednesday doing something. It's online. You can look it up. To do something with Christian, you mean? Huh? To
0: do something with Christian specifically?
2: I don't know, but they said that they canceled his appearance because of what WWE did. Okay, so that, and would, there's a r- that
0: would be stupid. I mean,
2: it, the only reason the only reason to do that is if
0: you were going to do something with Christian and it's right. so similar to what right. WWE did that you would just be accused of ripping off WWE.
2: And that's... After seeing the show, I have no idea what they were planning to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, But yeah. anyway. That, but if it, you... Had, if no, true.
0: I think specifically, if you would have brought Gangrel out with Christian, you would have been accused of just biting off what wwe was doing right. if that had been the case even if that like it was all a giant coincidence but that would have if, if gang rail was supposed to do anything else there's no reason to not in fact doing knowing what aew does i'm almost stunned they didn't frankly <laughs> do it point. anyway right yeah yeah, right? yeah no but, which
3: is why if that's the case i think it would have had to have been something with christian yeah
0: no doubt all right so then give me give me the, a real one
3: give me the real one um you know, I'll, I'll just start with, just so we can get it out of the way, we we should talk about, and, and this can be good and bad, that, you know, the pop for Becky was absolutely absurd, you know, even though I, I think when, you know, they were chanting Becky, as soon as they announced the Sasha thing, people were chanting Becky's name the whole time, we kind of, not necessarily assumed she would be there, but everyone was hoping, Um, and then it ended the way it ended, which is, you know, I... I don't know, by the way, I'm not as convinced as AJ that the Becky heel thing's going to work. I'm absolutely not convinced of that. I Even if it does work, I'm not convinced that was the right time. I would have said, let's make this a big moment. Let's make this a great moment. Let's make this a moment that no one's going to complain about afterwards. But, um, you know, it, it was a roller coaster of a 10-minute stretch there, that's for sure.
0: I got a lot of thoughts about it. And I've I've been all over the place with this, right? And I and I haven't settled in on one thing um in responding to this because I do think all of this matters. So so let's try to work through it. Yep. My biggest issue with it I and I'm going to say as long as this is doing what we all think it's going to do, whether or not Becky can actually get over as a heel. And I don't I to to your point, I don't know. I don't know that she can get over as a heel, but I also don't know that it's necessary that she gets over as a heel in the spirit of how all of professional wrestling exists these days. Like we're about to do a CM Punk Darby Allen match. Let's stop it with the fucking necessity of there being a face and a heel. I think there should be, and I'm disappointed and I wish there was more of it, but this is professional wrestling in 2021. We are capable of doing things without it necessarily hurting the other person. I don't know that ultimately it will hurt Bianca Belair In the end, if Becky doesn't get over as a heel, I don't know if that's not that's going to be the case, because I think we're more capable of we like both of these people. And so we can still be happy when one of them wins. So I don't think that there's going to be a scenario where. Becky doesn't get over as a heel, she's still a massive face, and if Bianca goes over her, which is the only way this can ultimately end, that it becomes problematic for Bianca because they're mad at her. I don't think that this is going to flip her in any way. So I don't think it's the end of the world if Becky doesn't get over as a heel. I'm with you. I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough for her to truly be a heel, I think it would require doing things to her character that you don't really want to do to Becky Lynch's character as a heel. So let's go beyond that. The biggest issue to me is the direct comparison between Bianca and Kofi and saying so are the only people that you're going to allow to get no offense in in these situations going to be black performers. Is that the way that this is going to go?
2: Daniel Bryan. Um... Got his head kicked off by Sheamus in seven seconds. But
0: that we're going so far back on that at this point now, man. And that you completely
2: can't pretend like it's never happened. Well,
0: I understand. I'm not. Well, there be then somebody would bring up six other examples that we've already forgotten sure. about throughout the sure. history. I'm saying
2: in recent the last, the last two, the,
0: the, right? The last, yeah, correct. The last two, and in recent memory, as far back as we are, you know, allow ourselves to go memory-wise, you've done this in high-profile spots with two performers. They both happen to be black. Yeah. And given WWE's history with black performers and black champions in the moment, that's particularly difficult to stomach. I ultimately, I, I think I understand. And what AJ alluded to I think matters here, which is that you don't really want to do the barn burner for the match you didn't announce. Like, you don't really want to do that. You, you want the money is in... We didn't get a match, really, the first time. And now we can build to a match between these two performers at some point at wherever that's going to be, and we want there to be a sell. We want people to tune in because they're going to get this match now that we didn't actually give them the first time. And we don't want to give it to them the first time because nobody was tuned in to see it the first time. So it's not as important to us to give... This really good match, the first time, because nobody was watching SummerSlam looking for a great match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, there probably should be something in between those two things. Something where Bianca looks strong, even for a minute, slips up, and that's how Becky... You still didn't really give the match away at that point. It can still be sort of fluky, however it was that happened, but it at least allows Bianca to not have gotten no offense in whatsoever. I I'm I'm very conflicted about it. I I do think it's unfortunately the reaction makes it like the perception is reality, right? The perception is this was an abomination. And whether it really was or not, you can't change that. It the perception is really bad, and so there's no other way to look at it than other than a negative. I think as long as this doesn't get screwed up. As long as this ultimately builds, and this doesn't have to be at... Is it Extreme Rules is the next one? Is that the... Yes. It doesn't have to be there. As long as in the near future, you get to the place where Bianca gets her heat back and goes back over Becky Lynch, then ultimately this isn't the end of the world. But the value of that versus your biggest audience watching one of your major shows on a weekend where wrestling was on fire as a whole, and whatever negativity there was from the casual fan because of it, will those two things ultimately equal out? To be determined. Don't have that answer.
3: There's one thing I will push back on a little bit with what you said there, and that's people weren't tuning in to watch a great match. Because as of...
2: Between these two No,
3: no, 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 I, I understand, but I do think that matters. that They were... They were positioning this as this is going to be one of the great matches of the card. Not just positioning it before the show. You but, mean the but Sasha they,
2: Banks match?
3: Yeah, yeah. The the Bianca that match well, didn't happen. But there's nothing you can do about Bianca that. The match, though, I, I do think it matters that you're saying as of the video package right before they announced Sasha out, they were doing. Like, I mean, I could just say that, like, you know, my wife was there because she wanted to see Bianca have a great match, and she felt robbed of that.
0: So you and think? I, do you think they would have been better off doing a great match between Bianca and Carmella?
3: Well, no, I don't think you had to have a great match, but I—that's I, I, the only part I was pushing back. The idea of they needed like a six, seven-minute match, something in there, you know, not necessarily the audience.
2: And my argument on that would be the audience reaction would have been that she was squashed, no matter whether it took a minute or five minutes. The, the the audience reaction would have been the same. This is to me. This is so. This is this is where we have decided as a wrestling fan, you know, audience that we don't pay attention to kayfabe anymore. We're just mad that our girl got robbed because we think bianca deserves more or whatever but in kayfabe they told this story i didn't see this live because we were in a suite which was kind of high up so we didn't see the nuance she reached out for a handshake and she double crossed her and punched her in the face and caught her in a move that's exactly the way you do this this wasn't this wasn't somebody being dominated this wasn't like the Kofi thing, the, to me this is so much different than the Kofi thing. And by the way, Kofi was beat by a black guy. Just FYI. So, well, the most, I mean, the I mean, most we're recent one.
0: I'm talking about the one guy. before that.
2: Okay, but like no, the, the last guy he lost finished. to was Bobby it was Lashley. Actually very so. similar to yeah, but, but you know, but he also lost to Bobby Lashley. And in this case, it was very much a storytelling moment, in my opinion where she reached out to shake her hand and she did it and pulled her in. They're telling the story that Bianca is still the like this is they began this with the Charlotte stuff, right? Or was it Charlotte, who was it? Whoever it was, they had they this was our argument from the beginning when they brought Bianca up to the main roster was that they were making her this like naive character well at least they're staying true with what they've done no, since except they that they, they
0: haven't continued that like that's that goes uh, back but to, they've
2: done it before and they did it this, again But this, this
0: goes back to the issue that i have that that part of it Just specifically saying. brandon goes back to the issue that i have with what why aaron was trying to save face about the adam hangman page thing we're like if you're consistently telling a story, it's one thing to say, yeah, but we were telling this other story some other time. Don't you remember that? Like that? Come on, man, that doesn't work. the
2: only reason I say it's valid is because she's faced nothing but straight up heels since then. Like this was this. And by the way, she just got fooled the other week because she, Sasha Banks pretended to be her friend. So we can't pretend this has not a story they've been constantly telling with Bianca. Like in what world would she think Sasha Banks should be her friend? Uh, two or three weeks ago because when she they, came Because back to
0: they the, had an absolute classic together at WrestleMania and they were literally in tears and that story was told I, but overwhelmingly. But it still plays
2: to my point that you could point to somebody letting their guard down, somebody being a little bit naive when it's someone... She was fangirling out about Becky when she came to the ring. I feel like this story... Has actually been told fairly well, depending on what they do Friday. Well, th- I think and that
0: again, all of this is about what happens from here. There's right, but but you're still doing two different things. You can't the perception reality thing can't be changed. What happened still happened, and the reaction. Well, right. No, from we all ignore kayfabe occurred. and just say we hate but it's it. it's not just we that hate. we ignore kayfabe. It's it's that like in kayfabe, you still don't do this. You still. How many other examples are there of championship matches? where one performer gets no offense in whatsoever. It doesn't happen anywhere. It's not just a reality versus kayfabe situation. They don't do that in kayfabe. It's, it's an extreme thing, even within kayfabe, for something like that to happen. So it's not as simple as saying we're ignoring kayfabe. No, it, consider kayfabe. They don't do this. You don't have a championship match. The, the performers that are in the championship matches are deserving to be there because they don't let something like this happen. If if you're someone...
3: Especially if they are the champions. You can, you yeah. can get yeah, the but you the the make the talent. argument
2: that she's thrown off because her regular opponent wasn't there. She's given a different opponent. Well, then somebody else comes out and knocks that opponent out. I mean, you can make the argument in kayfabe that this actually makes perfect sense. Like, the person wouldn't be on their game. They would be surprised. They would be. They you, would, and you know,
0: and, and the first thing that somebody would say is that's not somebody who's deserving of being a champion. In kayfabe, that wouldn't be a person that's deserving of being a champion. Which you say, okay, and maybe
2: Becky Lynch will say that and, on
0: Friday. And and the point is, well, that's why she lost, right? But you still want her. You were trying to elevate her as something a little bit more than just a champion. You were elevating Bianca Belair as being some next one of the le- faces of the women's right, division. One of the ne- which a will, next which will level. Still happen. I I think it will. I think the question becomes, was damage done by this that can't be undone when you get to the story that we all think is going to ultimately be told? There's a bigger problem, which is if you ultimately don't tell the story for whatever reason. And that's always the danger when we talk about these things is that like someone gets hurt or you start panicking. There's some network. Or, or they
3: decide Becky's on top. We, we need Becky on top.
0: Correct. Like we, we need to in, you know insulate ourselves because there's a lot of negativity about things that have been going on here. We've had some bad news recently about performers that we wanted to sign and weren't able to sign. We just need to – Becky is a superstar and a known commodity, and so we're not fucking around with that. And there's danger to that. Look, again, if they tell the story that should be told – I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't. You just have to measure whatever negativity came from the moment versus the story that was ultimately told and what that did for Bianca. But we're doing that with the belief that they're going to tell the right story, and this isn't just a WWE versus AEW thing, and we'll get back to that obviously later in the show. Telling the story that's supposed to be told is sure as hell not always what happens in these situations. And
2: that In becomes, pro wrestling at all. Correct. Right. And
0: that becomes a far bigger problem, which... If they never get around to telling the correct story here, I do think it's more detrimental than we want to acknowledge right now. As far as what that means for. Bianca oh sure,
2: Barrett. if this is a burial, that's it's absolutely well, I, ridiculous. I,
0: I, even if it's not a burial, there is something
3: to She between. has to she has to come out with the title.
2: Well, what you I'm saying, to. but a burial would be if if now she's in a tag team and then no you no know no what no. I, mean? I
3: I think I think if even if she has a great three month program that Becky comes out of on top, I think it's damaging.
0: I do. I do. I do
3: too.
2: It's damaging, but it's not a burial. But that's what no. we're saying.
0: We're saying there's something right. between those two things. I I don't think I think this hurts Bianca if anything happens other than ultimately Bianca beating Becky for the title. And if what we're saying is that requires until WrestleMania for that to happen, that there are bumps yes. along the way, that yes. she's gotta, you know, do whatever she's gotta do in order to get back there.
2: I the uh, can't win the rumble yeah, again. Yeah, but, yeah, I, so I wouldn't, let me, I wouldn't let me give that. you this asterisk. What if she's shifted to raw? and ultimately becomes the champion there I, I, but it's not over becky i still it, think
0: that's harmful it would no,
2: would have to be but dominant the thing, but the becky thing happens eventually right
3: if, if she's if she's dominant over charlotte and yes. pins charlotte and yeah. cleanly pins yeah, charlotte then, and it's not one of those charlotte things
2: yes yeah if that's it's way anything to do it. besides that i'll which, give you something you can bet your money on For the next year, Charlotte's going to lose the title a couple of times. Well, (laughs) yes. Because they wanted to win more She's she's never going to acknowledge that it was because of anything she did.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true, too. All right, Brandon, give me your first either positive or negative.
2: I said it months ago that this program was building to getting the Randy Orton, Matt Riddle pose in front of a crowd of people. Did I not say that fucking three months? Whatever. It happened finally. (laughs) We got it. Now, whatever they do going forward is fine. I do think they should just keep this going on for a little bit, though. But they're already sort of sowing the seeds of. of well, maybe, but this some can't go.
0: This can't go on for forever. Come on. Man. I didn't say forever. It can't for even a go on while. for that long. It just it can can't. Go,
2: It can go on until WrestleMania. No, it can't. Yes, it can. Why can't uh, it?
0: Because it's Randy I, Orton that we're talking about. Exactly. And a company that is very clearly saying we need our top stars to be our top stars right now. I, I don't. I don't buy that it can go on until WrestleMania. I think it can go well, on. Well, I guess
3: here's the thing. Can the feud end up going on till WrestleMania? Yes. The turn has to, in my mind, happen by Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, I probably tend to agree with that. I probably tend to agree with that. All right. Um, then I'll go to my negative. Uh, my negative, and this, this I'll tie in a little bit. This is a massive... Pro- we do not need Edge working hour-long matches. I don't know why we think that's something we need. I don't know where this came from. I don't know why who's asking for this. I don't know what about this seems to make sense. We don't need Edge working the longest matches of the night. That's not something we need. This is like this bizarro world thing where we're trying to prove something with Christian on aid. I don't know what has happened that we feel the need to prove something with these guys that goes beyond it. I don't need that. It is not necessary. It doesn't improve the program. It drags. It, it drags, and particularly difficult for me because you juxtapose it against Bianca and Becky and saying, boy, you, you, you couldn't do anything there because you needed all that time for Edge. It's, it's a, mm. I, Well, I, that wasn't a time decision. I know it wasn't a time. Well, you, know, you don't know that either. I assume it wasn't a time decision, right? I assume that's the case. But
2: It couldn't have been because all, Becky and Bianca would have
0: wrestled a real match.
3: All, all but, the reports are that this was a Vince idea and it, that was yeah. a Vince idea and a it, Vince decision. It and was not a time and,
0: thing. And that's, that's fine, but it's not about... Again, you're going back to trying to... You, you want to deal with... Let's dive into this. For the average person that's watching the show that doesn't care about what's reported on the internet the next day, that knows that these two performers were given no time Mm -hmm. and Edge got to wrestle for forever, it's irrelevant what the reasoning was for getting there. This is the perception is reality. And the perception is I need to watch a man who, no offense, is approaching 50 years old, wrestle for forever, no matter how good he might be at this point. And there's no doubt. It's not a question of whether or not Edge can still do it. He can still do it to some extent. He's certainly capable. He's not embarrassing himself in any way. He's not. These aren't classic matches necessarily, but they're good. It's just not necessary for them to go as long as they're going and they start to drag the show down a little bit when the show is moving at a certain pace. It's one thing when it's the only match that matters on a certain card. You want to do this at Great Balls of Fire, fine. This is do the it. the greatest at, show. Do it at Great Balls of Fire, man. Like, that's, that's fine. This, this is SummerSlam that we're talking about. And building a show around Edge needing to go for a half hour or whatever it is that you think it needs to be, there are there's a lot of things I want to say here that are irrelevant. Like why doesn't Kevin Owens get that chance? Why, you know, like there are guys edge doesn't need that. It doesn't, what are you doing for edge that you're letting him?
2: I I will say this. If if we're going to go with perception as reality, I mean, the perception of that crowd is that they were really into that match. And the perception of the crowd was that that match was really good and Edge was probably the second or third most over person I, on the well, whole Edge, show. Well, I mean,
0: Edge, there's no doubt that Edge was as I'm not debating the Edge being over thing. And look, all of the grades that have come in for it are giving A+. Plus. This is
2: clearly... I, I thought it was a phenomenal I, match. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I have no complaints I, about that.
0: I, I What I think that is is we like these people, and so when we see these people going for a long time, I didn't feel the match lived up to that. I didn't think this was an A-plus match. I thought this was a good match that went too long. I thought this was a match. Just
2: speaking from from, from me personally, I had no interest in this match, and I thought it was great. Like, I came into the match thinking this could be the match where I go to the bathroom. Like, I had no, I haven't been interested in Seth Rollins in quite a while. Seth or or Edge doesn't, he's fine. I I personally thought this match was incredible. I like the
0: story leading up to it. I was probably more into it than than you were. I think in in watching a show, you were. I, yeah. In in watching this show for some time, like at this point of the night, I just don't need this match to drag on. There are other people that I think there is a benefit from that. That there are younger performers that need to have that classic thirty-minute match that we remember forever and that you associate them with. Edge doesn't need that shit. It doesn't. Right, but mean- if
2: they tell the story that they told, you kind of have to do that match. What do you mean? I mean they made it a blood feud. So at the point that it's a blood feud, I mean they literally dumped blood on Seth Rollins on Friday. So I understand
0: that, but that doesn't there's still you can do that. You don't need you can do that in seventeen minutes. That's not necessary for it to go that long in order to end the blood feud. I
2: feel like the stage that was on, the story they told, I mean I, I, I actually I completely disagree with it. I mean, I feel like it was appropriate. I feel like it was appropriate for the crowd. I feel like it was appropriate for the spot they put it on the show considering what else we had seen i mean i don't know what else you put in that spot if you're doing the show you other than like you said suggesting that you book something else which is that's an entirely different argument they didn't book something else so I mean, like, should, you know, if you're saying this match shouldn't have happened at all, instead Kevin no, Owens should have, have fought no, someone like that. No, I have like no that, problem. Okay. They told a good that.
0: story for Edge and Seth Rollins. It's the notion that you're building a show out, and you say, we need to have 40 minutes for an Edge match. You never need that in 2021. Never, ever, 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 ever do you need to go this – I don't even know what the actual time was, so i you know, – I'm I, looking at
3: it now. Twenty one. Twenty-one fifteen bell to bell, but of course that included yeah. a very long. Uh, yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and
0: that's and that might be part of the problem is that the entrances were so bloody long that it just felt like it was going on forever, and that might be part of the problem with this. So I'll twenty I'll, minutes is fine. If you don't have insanely long entrances that make we it, we want take the up,
2: insanely long entrances. Well, but that, I, I, if I, you're, I you're doing the won. insanely long
0: entrances, then you gotta cut down on the match. You have to. Well, no, I, I
3: think here's actually to me the I, I had no problem with the length overall, but I will say when every other match was pretty, pretty much thirteen, you know, under thirteen minutes. Like it was a two matches were really long, and everything else felt a little bit short. The ta, you know, the RK Bro match felt a little bit short. Everything else kind of felt a little bit short. It did feel longer. Now I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but there was a feel of man, this match is basically twice as long as every other match it, on
0: 100, the card. It 100% felt that way in watching it. And again, what I'm specifically saying is it's okay to do that. It's okay to have a match like that on the card. Edge doesn't need to be that guy. This is not not me hating Edge. I I thought it was largely good. It's that if you're specifically saying we're going to let someone go out and, and tear shit down, use that for a performer that it will help change the opinion of that performer. Edge and Seth Rollins don't need that. And so I'll throw Seth Rollins into this category, too. He doesn't need it either. It's not as drastic as it is with Edge, but he doesn't really need it either. There are plenty of performers that you can make them a bigger star by giving them that spot on a SummerSlam card, by letting them have that match. Edge doesn't need it. Seth Rollins doesn't need it. They don't need to be the guys that you walk away afterwards saying, Jesus, we spent twice as long on this thing as we did anything else that we did the entire night. They needed to do it There's somebody else. Somebody else can use that and benefit from it. Edge doesn't need to be that guy. We don't need these super long edge matches. Yes, it's not saying 40 minutes was over the top. Sure, that's over the top. It wasn't 40 minutes, although I don't know if you included all the other stuff exactly how long it was. It went forever. Uh, you did a negative first, Aaron, so you need to do a positive. Uh,
3: well, I, I kind of did positive and negative. Um because I thought the Becky Pop, uh, fine. I will go with four positive. I thought that. Um,
0: okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I
3: was, was expecting to do negative. I was expecting to be Goldberg. So you're you're flipping it for me right now. Uh, I I thought the Usos Mysterio's match was you know excellent again. Not that it's any surprise or anything, but it's just you know it's again it's nice to see. That's kind of how I feel. By the like way, do you do you be, have do you
0: have times for all those match? Tell me how long that match was.
3: Uh, the
2: Usos Mysterios, ten fifty. Yeah.
0: So there's one, there's one right there. Yeah, like that's that's uh, a match that you could have like. Now, surprisingly,
2: I surprising. also don't need to see that match anymore. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> like we've seen a match a hundred times. We haven't seen Edge and Seth Rollins fight.
3: No, yeah, and no, I'm you know going going back. I, I don't need to. The, surprisingly, this was I found this interesting. The third longest match of the night, besides the main event, Edge Rollins, Damian Priest, Sheamus. Which but, again, good match. I, I don't know if I needed fourteen minutes of. I, and uh, I would
0: just—that's the exact situation. You you where, I I
3: know using using that. That's what. you want. Yeah, That was the yeah. exact logic. That, that yeah that, no no that I know Glenn. Saying, I know yeah, I know Glenn the, wants that.
0: That's the say, exact. You know. This is a performer yep. that can have a classic barn burner match. Let them go do it. Although Sheamus isn't necessarily the perfect person to work with for that uh, priest. Yeah. yeah, you know, like the, thats the perfect situation to let somebody have some more time, and people walk away from it saying, "Maybe this guy, you the know." Reese can go, yeah. Yep, correct.
3: Yep, yep. Oh wait, we wanted a positive. Yeah, uh, Biggie's pop at the beginning, even though it was on the pre-show. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. The pop for sure. Biggie. Was phenomenal, and it, it reinforces that uh, yeah, now, they're fine
0: with Biggie. to be fine to be fair. That some of that is it's the first guy coming out. Like, of you, course, you got to be. That's, that's you be, part of it. You got to be fair about that. Some of that is not necessarily like if that's happening later on in the show, then you know you take notice. Some
2: of that is. Yep. I mean, I think it would have been even more significant if it was later in the show because there was only like a what a, a fifth of the a, a, a third, maybe at best, of the people in the stadium. Uh, maybe two-thirds Maybe close to two-thirds I don't know There wasn't a lot of people there And it was loud
0: Okay, alright Well, there you go That's a positive Give me a negative, uh, Brandon
2: Dude, the Goldberg stuff Come on Like, like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, like okay Once I saw um, Once I saw it on television Okay, for, I guess I need to say this First of all I don't need more of these matches That, that That's the negative part Is that obviously We're getting this match again I mean, I mean, God, there's so many layers to this. It's negative that we're getting it again. It's negative that if we're getting it again, he wasn't on fucking Raw. It's negative that his 15-year-old son is getting, you know, in the ring with Bobby La- like, Like, I don't know. I'm not on board for any of this stuff. But I will say, just to dial it back a little bit, once I saw it on TV versus seeing it in person, the finish to the match at least made more sense to me than it did... From where I was, I did not see MVP hit him with the cane in the knee. So at least there was logic to it. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Um, uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, we're, I guess we're getting Saudi Arabia, so we're getting Goldberg Lashley again. As, that's my takeaway, but I don't have to like
0: it. I mean, it sucks. There's no, you know, we don't have to pretend yeah. like it's it sucks. This is the, you know, I in the same way when I I bitch that we're unwilling to complain about things that suck in AEW. I gotta be. This sucks. There's no getting around it, sucks. it. It sucks. It's bad. Even if it's, you know, from a business standpoint to them necessary, it doesn't change the reality. It's bad. It's flat bad. There is nothing entertaining about it. It has no value whatsoever. It helps no one other than what they will tell you is the money that they need in order to run a company. That's, that's
2: especially considering what they did Monday, because what they did Monday is what you should be doing. But I have no confidence that it'll amount to anything because of the looming fucking Goldberg thing. Wait,
0: wait. wait, do do you mean going back to drew?
2: No, Drew, Damian Priest. It yeah, was no, clearly focused on Damian
0: No, Priest. it was it, not focused at all on yes, Damian, Priest. They, they right Damian Priest. Yes, it was. It was 100%. Damian Priest's face, and they
2: went, yes.
0: And then they immediately brought Drew right back into the picture giving, for, not, for the no reason whatsoever. They're sprinkling the Drew dust on Damian for Priest. No I think that's whatsoever. all
2: that is. No, that's, I mean, Drew can't challenge for the title anyway, But so that's what matter. makes
0: it so—why is Drew McIntyre involved with any of this? That's what makes. I
2: think. I think it's to give Damien Priest a boost. I get, think that's the get the fuck away from that. I, I, I don't know that, Drew. Man. This is like
3: when they put Cena with people, and they're like, oh, they're getting a boost because of Cena. I eh, don't no, know
0: if that's the case. No, that's that's if that's it, it somehow. Oh, works. whether
2: it's working or not is a whole other conversation. No, but, but I, think, I I don't I, do I don't think that was the point. I I, I, do did, think I don't they believe they were that. pointing I, Damian toward Bobby I Lashley. Believe, I, don't think they I believe. I
0: believe the point. Through. But that doesn't make Damian just want another belt. That doesn't make any sense.
2: He's the guy who came out. And, I understand and, he was
0: the guy that came out first, but that just came out as like a face that won the night before. They wanted but to have watch, him come but out. Watch first.
2: the end of the match. At the end of the match, he was the one doing the stare down with Bobby Lashley, and they did camera to Damian Priest with Drew in the background and camera to Bobby Lashley. All right, So if, if you're telling me it's the one stop at Extreme Rules yes. just to be pushed aside for Goldberg, I don't know if that's necessarily. Yeah,
0: I w- I would say all of it's bad. Like no, everything, that's
2: my whole point, though. It's it you could do this in a real way if but, you weren't going to goldberg
0: i don't think you can do it in a real you there's nothing there's I, I and i love damian priest i'm obsessed with damian priest you don't have someone win a championship to suddenly turn around and make that championship not matter that's that's really bad in professional wrestling that's a
2: i don't care about the champ, i'm saying if you're saying but, but
0: that's pointing of,
2: somebody that matters that is that is new toward the champion, whether, I don't whatever, whether they the US champion or not, that's another you're, you're, conversation.
0: But no, it's not. It's a huge plot problem what's, here.
2: What's, but what's best for the WWE championship and what's best for the US championship are two different conversations. What's best for the WWE championship is having someone like Damian Priest pointed to it. Yes, if you're whether, not burying a whether, belt in the process. The that that title does make it problematic. It's but massively
0: problematic. I, you can't get, you're trying to dismiss that. You can't dismiss that. It's a massive problem in professional wrestling to pretend like a belt doesn't exist. And every time we've done it, I I'll never waver on this. The belts are the things that you actually know matter. We don't know that anything else matters. Frankly, you know, the belts don't really matter, but like, we, <laughs> right, we right. at least pretend, <laughs> but we act do. like it. There's
3: a reason we're right. so mad about Goldberg challenging for the title. Correct. Because the we belts at least
0: matter. pretend like the belts matter. You can't give someone a belt to suddenly pretend like that belt doesn't matter. That's, that's heinous. That is spitting in the face of the concept of professional wrestling, which is that these belts are the things that are supposed to matter for whatever reason. So, like, the thing that you're saying is worse than the Drew McIntyre thing. At least the Drew McIntyre thing you can say, sure, you're spitting in the face of us saying Drew McIntyre can't challenge for the belt, but did we any, ever, any of us actually believe that? Did any of us ever believe that was the case? It ain't good,
2: but no, at least... I, I do believe it, because I think he's going to go to SmackDown.
0: Well he might when's the draft?
2: It has to we be soon. I think it's
3: coming up soon. But we, I I think we, we originally thought it I think it was supposed to be this weekend at one point.
0: But, but it, it's over very smackdown clearly it's very clearly not that.
3: No, it's not that. So we don't know exactly when but it at might be point, an MSG since it's a super smackdown and both brands are gonna be there. That would be such a waste of MSG. <laughs>
0: I mean, it really like the MSG show can be big no matter what. You don't you can use this for a show you're doing in Davenport, well, and, Iowa. And, and that's
3: both brands are average, right? No, I, I understand the point, but it's like that's the one you should be doing big matches on, not having it mostly be segments where people are getting drafted. I
0: like, do a match, do it, do a show in Davenport, Iowa, and make it the draft, so you can make it seem like it's a big deal. I mean, that's that's what you should do with. it.
2: That. Says suppo- they think it's going to be in two weeks. So we'll see. It like the seem, week before MSG. It would so we'll that,
3: like, that, that would, fit. It would they, fit. They need to start talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it would seem
0: like so. something they should probably announce for sure. <laughs> it would seem like that should be the case. And by the way, if that's the timeline, then none of this really matters. So the point of Monday night was just, we need. To, and this is unfortunate the way that works. It's like the the Raw after WrestleMania and we were all you know pissed off about doing the champion versus champion thing and then having it ruined. The, right. the point of it is just we, we can't really tell any stories right now. Because we're about to upend all of them, so let's just do some house show type shit and have Damian Priest run in and buddy around with Drew Matt- Like, Let's just do nothing for two weeks because we can't really do anything until we get to the next thing that matters, which is also bad. Just get to it. Like, Don't kill two weeks of doing nothing. I, I don't know what to make of any of it. It, it, but- it does
2: kind of feel like that, though, because we're doing Bobby Seamus next week.
0: I mean, like, what is that? You know, like, what, what, <laughs> right. what but is it, that? It's
2: house show stuff.
3: Correct. Right. Exactly. Exactly. To be honest, can be more entertaining than some of the stuff that has the ma- happened on The Raw ma- lately, the
0: matches so. themselves, definitely, definitely yeah. can be entertaining. There's nothing. It, it, it helps you in no ways <laughs> from a storyline perspective.
3: I, I will say this about the Goldberg thing. Like, I don't believe it's the case. But if there's ever a time to get it through WWE's head that you can't keep doing this with Goldberg, it's after SummerSlam because. He got booed the entire damn time. And that oh, is yeah. Bobby even.
2: Lashley was the biggest bass yeah. ever. <laughs> Man. It was actually quite It was quite humorous because we weren't sure. Like, In fact, I said to Aaron, I was like, are we going to boo Goldberg? And he's like, no, we're going to do the Goldberg chant, and then we're going to boo Goldberg. And I said, okay, well, we'll do that. So we did the Goldberg thing. It was insane the second that that stopped how much he got booed. Like, he got booed for punching Bobby Lashley. I mean,
0: I'm not surprised by any of that, but unfortunately his... And Bobby
2: Lashley was working face, by the way. Sure. I mean, he was playing sure. to the audience. Like, like we were we were kind of laughing about it. We Un- were like...
0: Unfortunately, people still like to chant Goldberg when he comes out, and his segments still get good ratings, and so we're getting more Goldberg. And Well,
3: I, you know what? The getting more Goldberg, if, if we're resigned to the fact that we're getting more Goldberg, as long as it's heel and away from the title.
0: But he's not really going to be a heel either. Like, it's it's not. because no, he just beat up his 15-year-old son. Right. So that, like, no, that's... no, no, I
3: don't mean for the Lashley match. I just mean going forward.
0: Well, I mean, after that. Aaron, I don't think that there's... I just don't think that's going to happen. I just don't and think I that's going to I don't either, but if there was yeah.
3: ever a point where it might finally get through
2: their head, it was that because... Well, I, I think we might be done after this. I mean, like... If we're never going
3: to be done with Goldberg. Well, I don't never, mean entirely done, done, done but for
2: the moment, I think we're going to be done because at least once we get through this next match, he will have fulfilled his contract. So at least we've got that. And
3: then they'll go back to Saudi Arabia in February and he'll come back.
2: Sure.
0: Man, like, we'll see him at WrestleMania. Let's just get over it. We're going to see him at <laughs> let's WrestleMania. Let's just get through
3: this. We're, we're, right. we're, the, the Goldberg thing is a thing forever going forward until he physically can't move oh, anymore.
0: That's so insane. All right. It, but we, uh, we still can recognize it's bad every time. All right, let's get to the other big story in pro wrestling this week. Um, and uh, Brock Anderson makes his debut. In Absolutely huge. A- <laughs> um, look, I I don't really have a I don't have a lot to say because I didn't feel the feelings that a lot of people felt, and I think that the feelings that a lot of people are feeling, they're not really sure how to define them either. I'm happy if CM Punk is really gonna be CM Punk. I will be plenty happy to have CM Punk back, and in order for him to be back, he's got to come back, right? There's got to be a first time back in order for there to be more times back. So you have to do this. I'm when I say that, I don't really think he did anything. So when we're talking about it as being the most magical thing ever, that it doesn't feel that way to me. He always had to show back up on a show. And when he was going to show back on up in the show, he was going to go into some diatribe. I thought it was fine. I could certainly nitpick certain things, but I don't think it's necessary. This is a weird... The emotions that we have about this are always weird to me because like, we knew CM Punk was returning. There was no surprise element to it. We knew it was happening. It was good to have him back. I, I, I hope that we're getting a real CM Punk for for time moving forward I hope that's the case because if it's really that guy and he can still go then there's a lot of good there there's a lot of good that comes from it I'm my my emotions as a wrestling fan are typically about stories coming to fruition they're not about the start of something particularly when you know that it's happening so to me it was more checking a box cool we got back he was there we all knew he was going to be there he's doing the match that we literally knew he was going to do that doesn't really make any sense at all, but like, fine, you know, like I, we're just going to kind of really
3: fine for our first match back.
0: Like if we're just, if we're not really going to tell a story at all. And the only story is just going to be, I'm CM Punk. I wanted to come back and face a, a really great guy. Then okay, sure. Right. Like as long as they're not going to try to do anything more with it over the course of the next couple of weeks to screw with anything, then there's no real issue with that, but that's all it really was to me. Was just cool. He's back now.
2: It, I mean, the reaction was massive.
0: The the pop was massive. Of course, it was a massive yeah. pop. Like there's, it, but, it, but, it, cre- but,
3: it created a great wrestling clip. Like you know, yeah. one of those all tu- uh, an all-time all-time wrestling clips. However, the
2: reaction I- Wednesday not so massive. It was yeah, okay. And it was, but that's the way. It, that's, but that's sort of my yeah, point. Yeah, it's it's the second time he's it, back instead of the first
0: time. He back. can only show up for the first time once. Like and well, and but, but that's.
2: Kind of the thing to mention, right? Like, it's sort of like um I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it Jerry Seinfeld? Or Se- I think it was Jerry Seinfeld, where he was talking about being a famous comedian and having to be funny, but also being famous. And basically, he was like, you know, he was talking. But someone had asked him if he bombed before, like post fame, and he said, "Yeah, I have actually." He's like, you know, you get about two minutes. You know, when you come out, you get about two minutes off of I'm Famous Comedian Jerry Seinfeld. And then after that, it's about whatever I do. Being funny, getting the reaction, or they'll turn on you. So now that's where CM Punk is, right? Like, now he's got to deliver. He got the pop on Friday. You know, he's got that equity where he's going to get the... People are going to pretty much give him the benefit of the doubt... Now he's gonna come and deliver, right? And can he? Like, I probably, hopefully, right? But we don't really know. He definitely yeah, I mean, looks if, if, if different. If all out
3: is a yeah, if all out is a disaster, things change.
2: Yeah, and and I'll I'll tell you this. I think that I think the promo that he cut was completely appropriate for for the show he was on and the moment that he was on. Here's I rolled the- my eyes at some of it, but if you're saying I- what AEW is. What he did was appropriate for what AEW is and who they're appealing to. Of course, personally, I rolled my eyes at a few of the things. Well, it's not even that
0: it's. The only thing I'm going to say is I am really not okay with him tying a mental health story and trying to blame WWE for his mental health. That. Is
2: we, we went to Dolph Ziggler's comedy show, and he actually said something about. The, right, so there was a Q and A. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you, you go, ahead. You go, go ahead. So, so there was q and A, Q&A and someone basically asked him, like, "Hey, what do you think about?" Uh, Aaron, do you remember what this? We were so fucking tired by the time. That yeah, happened, I, I, I
3: think the exact question was, do you find CM Punk overrated? And they did a whole comedy bit with uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother coming out and saying, please, please don't say anything. He's like my Triple H. Please don't yeah. do it. It was actually a really funny bit right there. And then he he said something along the lines of, you know. It's a bummer that he felt that way. A lot of people would have killed to be in the, his position going so, back to his... So, is? again, yeah. there's
0: the nitpicking stuff, right? The nitpicking stuff is the I left pro wrestling and, and I went to a place where guys didn't look like me. Like, dude, you had more success than anyone could have ever possibly imagined.
2: That was you, basically what Dolph Ziggler was you saying. Don't, was you like, don't get to play yeah. that
0: card. But that's nitpicky, right? Because that, to me, is okay. You're just playing to your crowd, right? Like, it's stupid, but it's it's a dumb nitpicky thing. Tying mental health, that's way too important a topic. It's way too, and and that's, I'm not doubting that CM Punk might have gone through real mental health issues at that time in his life, but saying to a large group of people, these people made me mentally sick, that's an allegation that you can't, you, you can't do that. That is a, it's too much. And even if you feel that way, and I don't know if CM Punk really believes that or was just trying to be more dramatic for a promo or something along those lines even if you really feel that way that's an extreme allegation that you are saying that these people did this to me and mental health what we know of it it's it doesn't work that way things might trigger you things might but the notion that these people the reason why i suffered mentally That's a real problem, man. And that bastardizes a topic that you can't bastardize. And it's way too much. And to be fair, he
2: could have walked away at any time, not just when he did. So, you know. There's a
0: lot of that. I mean, there is a lot of that. But that's the only part of it that, like, really crossed a line for me. And it's not because it's a shot at. I don't. You want to take shots at WWE? Take shots at WWE. That's fine. I don't have no issue with that. You've been doing it for eight Mm. years now. So, why stop now? uh, The the, the part where you're, like, the last person that should be taken, like, nobody could have. You couldn't have gotten more opportunities. How in the world are you the guy taking shots at WWE? Like I don't even care about that. Like I really don't. I, I yeah. don't it's not even about rewriting history that bothers. This is performance. I have no problem with you rewriting history when you're performing. Like that's that's what we do in movies. When we make a movie that's, you know, a base, that's loosely based on real events, we rewrite history, right? Like I don't I don't have a problem with that. It's mental health shouldn't be something that we should be dancing around in professional wrestling promos. That's, that's not okay. As a performer, as a performer, you don't go there. That's, that's, that's too much of a bad place for you to try to go to. If you want to say, I dealt with mental health issues and I needed time away and you want to, you know, put that in your promo, no problem to make an accusation that your mental health problems were because of certain people. That's the type of shit you get sued over. Like, Legitimately, that's the type of shit that you get sued over. So that wasn't all right. Outside of it, I'm completely capable of saying it's performative, man. Like,
2: yeah, it's appropriate for where he was and who he is. Right. The one problem I had was fucking Sting being part it of this. It was five. Yeah, yeah. It, I, that was what I was going to
3: say, but it was five seconds, so it's like okay, whatever.
2: Well, it was five seconds until Wednesday, whatever they mentioned him again, and he's part of this again, and Sting. Sting needs Sting needs to go away, first of all. He never needed to be there. That's part of the Brock problem. He's not to go yeah. away. He needs to get the hell away from Darby Allen because what we don't need is Sting being involved in this match in any way.
0: No, we don't. We don't need Sting to be involved <laughs> with anything that Darby Allen does. I mean, that's part of the problem. Like, this isn't good, but it's no worse than anything else has been. Like, Sting's... Babysitting, for lack of a better term,
2: of Darby Allen has been horrendous. And CM Punk saying like, "What's up, Sting?" I mean, like, I, I just—if we're gonna make this a thing, because like, it. I mean, is there a world in which maybe they let Darby Allen go over and they tell a story in which CM Punk needs to get his feet under him? Maybe there's that world. I don't believe in that no, world. There's no, no, I, I don't think the world. not. Not CM Punk's first match. I believe no. in the world in which CM Punk is winning, and so in the world in which CM Punk is winning, um. You need to make Darby Allen look as good as possible in the process, and if you're doing that, it involves Sting not being around.
0: (laughs) Yes, not having a babysitter. Like It's just a hell of an idea to not have one of your top stars have to have a babysitter. Um, But this goes back to, again, this is an eternal problem that faces AEW that nobody wants to deal with because... We don't ever want to deal with these things. We just want to pretend like everything is great, and so I'm screaming into the ether every time we talk about it. It's a huge problem. It's been a huge problem the entire time. We just want to pretend like it doesn't exist because that's what we're doing here. That's just the way that it is. Is that these things? None of these things are problem.
3: For, for forever, hope that this is the match where Darby says Sting, stay back and. We'll be waiting for that probably
0: forever. I mean, we have to. Do that. But it's like, but that's even that—that's such a small part of it, right? Like that doesn't solve the problem. It just makes it less awful for a few minutes. <laughs> I, like, I, I,
3: well, I, at some point, he has to say Sting go away forever. Correct. <laughs> correct.
0: That's one hundred percent something that needs to occur. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 what it is. It's it's it's. Sam Punk's back. Cool. I, I, we're doing a lot of there's a lot of revisionist history there we're doing this thing where like name anyone who's ever gotten a pop like that ever well name the person that disappeared for seven years name the top performer and, and then
2: you telegraph that they were coming back like, to in their, their in their own
0: hometown correct yeah.
2: name name anything
0: i'm not trying to diminish that it was a cool moment for people but again this goes back to me like i i knew cm punk was returning so like good cm punk's back Us trying to rewrite history and make it seem like this is proof that CM Punk's the most over person ever. Like, If CM Punk had been around for the last seven years, no offense, there isn't that. You don't get that. That only can occur because a guy goes away for seven years. That's the only reason why you can get that that you got on Wednesday or on Friday night. And that doesn't mean it didn't happen. That doesn't mean it's not a thing. It's just that you don't get to go to some next place because of it and say this is proof that CM Punk's the most overperformer in the history of wrestling. Like, no, he's a very – CM Punk was a legitimate star. Nobody is debating that. And he's a legitimate star again who, for the moment, his star is risen because he disappeared for so long. That ends after a little while. After a little while, you're just a performer again. After a little while, you're not a guy that was gone for seven years. After a while, you're a guy that I saw wrestle six months ago when I was at a live show. And I've seen, for a while, the next time CM Punk shows up, it's going to be the first time anybody's seen him in seven years. But when you start going to a city for the second time, it's not quite the same. This is the way that it works. So The The good
2: news is for AEW fans and for AEW and for CM Punk, because they only do... Wednesday shows and however they're taping the Friday shows, whether sometimes it's live, sometimes it's not. It's going to take a while to get to that point. So the good news is oh, they've got a lot gonna of. Th-
0: there's th- not going to be burnout for sure. There's definitely right. not going to be. They've got
2: a lot of equity with CM Punk for a while because they're. It's going to take them like a while to, 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 to hit a town. He gets
0: to time. go back to these cities for the first time yep. for a while. Yep. Yes, correct. It'll be whatever it is. It's his. It's his first time back. But it. It. Yep. You can't replicate this in that and, way and it, you're
3: not going to replicate this and correct. you know it's just not going to happen right and, and, of- and
2: the other problem it creates and right now it's just looming a little i mean i know that we we have our problems with the main event picture there but it 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 is accentuated by someone just being there being that much bigger than <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing in your main event like some guy just being there and talking even for the second time overshadowed the entire rest of what they did on dynamite in my opinion
0: so so yeah
2: and we can get into it. And, and it couldn't be more glaringly yeah we'll get to it but it could be more glaringly obvious that we need some other things to, to change to quick, yeah
0: yep. yep all right uh let's let's touch on a couple of these things uh as i told you guys obviously they were going to chris jericho <laughs> obviously. and obviously look i and this is what i say all the time i the story that you're telling versus what you end up getting to ends up being a problem and this is a it's a problem this isn't okay this is not now I, the way that this is okay, the only, there's only one way that this is okay. If MJF goes over, it's, it's great. It's right. what we wanted. It's not it's not I wouldn't say it's great necessarily, but it's fine as it's long not as you're offensive. right, as long yeah. as you're still getting to the thing that we have to get to, right? Like if you've really decided that Chris Jericho's not going to be a full-time AEW performer and that's a logical possibility. This isn't like some bullshit Cody Rhodes retirement thing. This is an actual thing that like is viable and you could understand happening. You could see, you know, I- I'd be surprised that it would be what Chris Jericho would want, but like you could, he
2: could do the Randy maybe Savage thing to, for a little bit. Yeah, Maybe he
0: wants to spend a year dealing with Fozzie. Whatever it is that he wants to do. You could absolutely well, we say he's
2: going to be a commentator, right? That's, well, that's but funny. you can... can
0: parachute in for that. Like you can parachute in nice. for whatever right. they're, they're doing rampage each week and, and go back out to your real life, especially if they're only like one out of every four is going to be live. You still get your weekends to go out and, you know, pretend like you're an important rock and roll band. Now, I, again, I don't believe that AEW wants the, his entrance going away anytime soon. Like now maybe that's how you start rampage every week is you bring him out to the, if you're going to do this is you bring him out to the ring to keep his entrance in play as part of your programming. But you know, you're in a tough spot We're where this is the dirty little secret Chris Jericho has been AEW since it's that's been the thing. That's what forced people to tune in for this thing to begin outside of the, the nerdiest of the nerds. Chris Jericho was what kept AEW relevant to this point. Now there might look around and say, it's not as necessary at the moment, right? Like we've, we've brought in six other you know guys that, that people will tune in e- each
2: week to see. Um, and more and more are coming
0: and we yes. made over the span of 2 years like two guys that are actually our own stars um and it should have been more but that's what it is i mean i, I can't i can't rewrite history they Kenny Omega they get to claim as theirs despite the fact he's not really theirs like they get to claim it because he wasn't on another prominent american um uh, wrestling promotion so they get to claim Kenny Omega as their guy and mjf is unquestionably a star and a star that they made. And there's other guys that they got close with, and Darby Allin, you know, I hope will still prove to be that. I was going
3: to say, as soon as he sheds sting, he yes, can be that.
0: he should be that, right? Like, I hope there are other guys that, that should be that guy or that they nearly got to that place with. But, you know, Hangman Page is a guy they nearly got into that place with, but not, just not quite um, gotten to that place where he's a draw that people will come out for. But, you know, they've got enough of these other guys that it's fine. It's what it is. Um as long as that's what happens here. As long as this really is MJF demolishing Chris Jericho to set up Sammy Guevara for the save, I'm good with it. The fact that they're going to – I I guess there's going to be some dumb thing between Sammy Guevara and these mixed martial arts fighters. I guess well, they Well,
2: they, they dressed down a bunch of people, not just him. Yeah, but
0: they started with him, right? Like, and so – I don't, I don't know what to make of that. By the thing. way, I'm. I'm they okay mentioned
2: with Orange them. Cassidy. They missed. They mentioned, you know, a whole bunch of people.
0: But by the way, I'm
3: okay if this is MJF going over, doing something else for a while, and coming back to Sammy. You know, winning the
2: title and then coming back to Sammy. Yeah. I'm fine. That's, with gonna, that. that's gonna take like a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, I You've got a heel champion like, currently.
3: No, I understand that, and I understand it'll take a year. But like, I, I'm not one who's saying, oh my god, I have to have Sammy go over MJF right now. Like, for, for me, this was always MJF versus Jericho, and yes, Sammy was great, and that, that Sammy is was story, the story, but I was never with, That's the, I was never Sammy, with Glenn where
0: it was no, the story, Sammy the was only the story. thing that this can end is Sammy. No, Sammy was the story. It was the only story. that It was the story they told. It was the story that mattered. That was the one, period. And frankly, from a professional wrestling standpoint, it's the only one that should have mattered and we should be intelligent enough to know that like sammy should be we, we were
3: talking about like before really before stadium stampede we were talking about like, this has to end with mjf beating jericho right
0: like, the, that's what we were And seeing. then they told a different story and then they beat, and then and then they did they the did other thing right. but i'm saying i understand that but if this ends with
3: they made sammy jericho the story of stadium stampede and
2: going back to
3: sammy and bringing it back i think that's fine
2: but when is that going to happen yeah i dude that yeah. is I, I here's the, here's the I, problem. Here's here's problem. Here's the problem with. I want, I want
3: the, MJF to come out as the biggest guy in the company coming out of this, and losing to Sammy doesn't do that. And
2: and, and but, by the way, people that are prominent in the company would suggest that's not going to happen. Well, I, I yes. think the the problem is who you have at who you have at the top is not a conduit for that to happen right now. And the unspoken elephant in the room is that you're in, yeah. You're going to be injecting all this other shit into the show. And how that shakes out for these guys that should be getting the rub, how that shakes out for Sammy, how that shakes out for Hangman Page, how that shakes out for MJF, I think there's a real problem. Uh, potentially, mm-hmm.
0: there's definitely so, a real problem. 100%. There's no question. There's no question. All right, which Aaron,
3: is why I want to see MJF go to the moon here. So,
0: Aaron, I know you got to go. Is there anything? I else, what do you want to get in before you d- d- disappear?
3: Uh, we, we've pretty much talked about what I need to uh, talk All about right. here, so I'll just plug. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Follow me or uh, check out Veasan or the iHeartMedia
0: app. All right, very good. Thanks, buddy. Um, Aaron's Aaron's got to run. He's got some stuff that he's got to take care of. And thanks
2: I so much for uh, hosting me this weekend. It, yeah, it was a great time. We got
0: to stay at Casa de Oster over the. It, uh, it's it's
2: a Over great
0: time. place. I, re- I highly recommend it to everyone. Very yeah, <laughs> as a as an Airbnb, as a place. <laughs> um, I, there really isn't that much more for us to cover. Um, just 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 because, as you point out, this is being dwarfed. I the I will give a little bit of credit. I, I was so terrified that they were setting up the end of dynamite to be Cody Rhodes coming back out. I was and so, was so I. goddamn so was terrified I. about it. So I know this is an insanely low bar. They had a very boring, bad end to Dynamite on Wednesday night, and it was the best possible scenario that they could have created. <laughs> and I know that sounds like it's a super backhanded compliment. It is. But, like, zero is better than negative ten is what I'm saying. Like, that was a – what I thought you were setting up for was a negative ten. What you delivered was a zero. It, there was just nothing interesting about it. Like, if if the point is that you just want to make um, Malachi Black look like a monster more, you can do that in hour number one of the show um nobody gives a shit about I, I hope that lee johnson becomes a star one day and matters but no one gives a shit about lee johnson running it's, out of the end that's I not mean, it's, interesting it's
2: really bizarre to do that at the end of your show like to me you switch that i mean as, as, as much of a nothing segment as it turned out to be you switch that with the cm punk thing just basically because you end with something important right like i, I mean well, and that's we've, why we've criticized wwe for this non-stop you cannot end your show with something that is not important. It's just a fart noise. I mean,
0: it's just literally a giant. Especially fart when
2: noise. we've been trained for decades that the last thing on the show is important.
0: Right. <laughs> Correct. Um, and and it makes me wonder if like they thought it was going to be Cody there, and you know, like I I don't know. But again, it could have been a negative ten. It just ended up being a zero, and that's a that's plus ten. That's a big difference. And I, I can't yeah. I I can't say that enough. Just being a zero was still far better than it could have been. But it was obviously the end of the show was a
2: huge zero. I mean it was just uh, it was a Yeah, this sh- I, I don't wanna I don't want to give the wrong impression that I think that that I like this guy. But was there something odd about what's the guy's name that was cutting the cutting the promo? The the MMA guy?
0: Oh, the guy that I couldn't tell you what his name is. The guy from what, the The old America, guy, whatever his name is, okay?
2: Yeah. What you can't say is that he isn't no,
0: he cuts a good promo. Nobody's good on the mic, that.
2: Right. But what he did this week felt different. It felt like he was reading something like like he. W- w- why would you have a dude like that? Dan that, Lambert, you know, by the way. First of all, why would you do this at all? That's a whole other conversation. Yes. But if you're if you have the guy come out on a live mic and he can hold his own, clearly he's done it twice cut this weird promo where he's like pronouncing words like he's reading off of a card or something i don't know the whole thing was very bizarre to me and now he's with scorpio sky and ethan page for some reason for for reasons i don't know Uh,
0: there's no need for it that's oh i know i know another thing that
2: happened that they wanted that they tried to that they thought was a really big deal that wasn't Whoever the fuck John Moxley is fighting next week. Oh
0: yeah, no, I mean, I well, have no
2: idea for a certain
0: is. for a certain group of people, that's a big deal. But yes, for the the overwhelming majority, it's it's. He a definitely giant cut nothing. that promo like we would yeah, know, correct. and I was like, that's a giant nut.
2: Ooh,
0: that's <laughs> what it is. All right, pal. Um, and by the any, way, any, any NXT real quick? Yeah, I'm I not mean, really like, anything happened. Some, well, I, 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 I very much ed-
2: enjoyed the end of the Cameron Grimes feud. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> That he gave him, he gave him the shop title. Yeah, and, and I was, away. I'm fine
0: with it because I don't think, but it also kind of makes Cameron Grimes look stupid too, and like just but after, he's supposed
2: to look stupid. I, I in know, a way. but I
0: also think that you left him in a place where you could be elevating him as a legitimate top face on that show, and yeah. so I don't know that I love him looking. But stupid. he, but,
2: but he did the like that damn, like he was almost I like, know,
0: and I know it was okay, but it's borderline. It's the fact that you kind of needed Ted DiBiase in order to win the match a guy yeah. like that that combined with it just it made me realize no you don't really think this guy is capable of being more than like a fun comedy thing and again as we talked about last week i'm fine with that but i in thinking about it and the crowd reaction and how he looked i thought there was a moment there where i could have genuinely believed them elevating cameron grimes as a top face on that show I mean, the
2: gear was a ten.
0: Oh, the gear was uh, one. No, no doubt it was. It's kind of 100.
2: funny. We had a takeover. We didn't even talk about it. Well, I mean, there was just
0: a lot going on this week. There was a lot going on this week. But they sure. did what they were supposed to with Samoa Joe. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Largely, what happened was what's supposed to happen. We have this huge question marks around, uh, with the exception of Kyle O'Reilly, who, again, oh
2: Jesus Christ,
0: Kyle O'Reilly benefits from less entrance. But there's only so much that you can do with that. It's a huge and then problem. And the promo
2: on Tuesday did him no favors.
0: Nope, didn't help him whatsoever. Like this, I'm very cool. Nope, nope, not there. You're not there, guy. You're just not there. The um, Peter Dune thing. Yeah, the you're, you're not. You're not cool enough to do that. You're not. on the law night thing. Chris Jericho can do that. You're not there yet. You're not. You're just not that guy. So no, that was not good.
2: It, anyway. it, in, fa- in fact, um, I honestly don't even know who that was that attacked him. back. <laughs> I'm backstage, I, it it sounded like he said, um, it, it sounded, was the guy that was in the breakout tournament, right?
0: Oh, the, uh, it was Duke Hudson. That's, there you go, because at first it sounded like he said Jake, and I was like, Was that Jake Atlas? and then I realized, No, Duke, it was Duke Hudson. But yes, the, they, there's a few problems they have at, at NXT, and this is a bigger problem, like. The backstage segment audio is always bad. It's terrible. They have to fix that. The audio backstage is never good enough. You have to solve that problem somehow. And yes, when it's Duke Hudson, you should probably do something (laughs) to remind people of who Duke Hudson is and why he would be starting shit with Kyle O'Reilly, which... Yeah.
2: And and out front, I was going to say, when they were doing the segment out front, I mean, the most interesting thing that Ridge Holland ever did was hit Kyle O'Reilly when he was cutting that shitty promo. (laughs) Right. No doubt.
0: No doubt. All right. Very good. Uh, Brandon, you got shows coming up. Yeah. Actually, we just announced. I I wanted to go to the trucker show, too, but that's that's not going to happen.
2: Damn. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We just announced uh, Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains is playing April 8th. Uh, Tickets on sale uh, Friday at 10. I'm assuming what will this get posted today? Yes yes okay we'll be so tomorrow to... at 10 a.m. whenever you're listening to this Friday April 20 August 27th God I don't even know what day it is um, And yeah, we're doing shows you got to be vaccinated to come. you got to show your proof of vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours um, Bayside, or drive-by truckers tomorrow night Bayside uh, September 2nd uh pod september 16th the baltimore's kick september 19th and there's a whole bunch more go to ramsad for tickets at Ramshead live on twitter at ramsad live on instagram and you are at brandon linton very good
0: i'm at glenn clark radio glenn is where you find me uh for uh aaron for brandon and for the main event vent 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 vent, 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 vent.
2: Vent. Vent.
0: AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben, jobbing out. Jobbing out. Get Goldberg and Sting out of my life immediately.